Good afternoon, folks. You're listening to TNJ Rock and Metal Talk. I'm T.W. Blanken, along with my co-host, Joe Nay. How you doing, bud? What's up, bitches? <laughs> He's so foul-mouthed. <laughs> Goddamn right. One of the things I was wanting to discuss today is I heard on the uh, internet there, YouTube's where I get most of my stuff, someone calling in to a station and saying, uh, for instance, I think it was Michael Sweet of uh, Striper, which, you know, that's, I'm not big into him, but that that is beside my point of what I'm getting ready to make. They said, whatever happened to Michael Striper? Well, Michael Striper has continued to put in, put out eight albums since the 80s up until the 90s. Still today, he's probably more active today than he ever has been. And uh, in this day and age, if you're a true fan and want to ask about Michael Striper, I mean Michael Sweet, go to Google. Uh, it, all, it's all the information's there. So the question is, is whatever happened to you? That's right. What happened to the fans, huh? Yeah, exactly. I know there's some metalheads out there that still, you know, I mean, you know, know this and represent. Just, I think a lot of it's just the new ones that are coming in that aren't sure what's going on. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, well, if you're going to get, you know, I could get up in arms about this because it today in today's age we have the the information right at our fingertips. If you it's easier than calling into a radio station and waiting and on a list of people than then you know, simply Googling what happened to Michael's suite. Yeah, how and, about calling into the radio station and talk about what he's doing these days, what Mike's up to. Yes, I mean it's it's incredible. It's incredible. I, I, another thing I just want to talk about is just the overall state of music. Uh you know, it's people say that it's hard to make a living selling CDs, and it is. But there's also other ways to make money and do things. Like, man, my partner Joe Nay here, tell him what we do all the time. We're not making money, but we we hope to. But tell him what we hey, do. Hey, man, with the technology, the free stuff on the internet, you can have your own recording studio in your house. You record your own stuff, man. Just just get in there and do it. That's the thing. You know, I mean, we're all about the passion, the music. Where's your passion at? Yeah, get out there and make something happen. And I'm always a true believer that if you're doing something you love and it could be lucrative, then the money will start coming. But that you, you do it first and foremost because you love it. Yeah. And you know what? Even if you're not somebody who plays an instrument right now, pick up one and learn. Or, you know, there's all kinds of ways to get electronic beats going and make music that way. How easy is the ukulele, Joe? Uh, it's simple. It's way easy to pick up. What have you been playing about two months? Yeah. We're well, going to have to do a segment where men and him play a song, and he, he is playing right with me. So, I mean... It's just a matter of practice. Get out there and practice, and if you love the music, you'll want to practice. It's your desire, man. Something else I was wanting to give a shout-out about. Uh, the uh, Les Claypool and uh, Sean Lennon, uh, the Delirium, that band right there, if you guys are really into good music, artistic music... That's cutting-edge shit. I listened to two or three albums of them. The other, I don't even know if they have albums. It was live shows that I listened to them. How many albums they have, Joe? Uh, Joe's an have, expert. Uh, they're, they're just about to release their second one. They got uh, the Monolith Phobos, their first full-length, and then they got one that's they're doing like yeah. some abstract covers. 
But look, those guys are not only geniuses musically, but lyrically as well. Yes. Their, their lyrics are also and very And I solid. would recommend not reading the comments on it because everybody's bashing Sean Lennon. That guy's a genius. Yeah, he's a, he's, he's a, he's a genius. Uh, songwriter. I, you know, and a, he's a better guitar player than his dad yeah, ever could have hoped Yeah, and, and, and people bash uh, Yoko. Hey, she was a, she was a creative in her own right, you know? One well, of the first hip-hop, like, yeah. disco songs came from Yoko, I think it was yeah. on Two Virgins. Yeah, but we're running out of time here, so I want to give a couple other stations a shout-out. Uh, Musicians Tavern over there with Joe DeFour. Uh, uh, Todd, uh, the Rare Todd, I think it is, a metal station. Check him out. Uh, we're just, we're back. We, we've been going for a minute, so love you guys. Peace out. Later, bitches. Reminds me of the Pixies. Good morning or good afternoon, folks. You're listening to TNJ Rock and Metal Talk. Uh, it's T.W. Blanken here with my co-host Joe Nay. How you doing, Joe? Pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. Uh, just pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty fucking awesome. After all that meth we just snorted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. But hey, uh, I think acid's bringing me down. <laughs> there you go. I got some clonopins in there to bring me down. <laughs> but anyhow, uh, I just wanted to talk to some people today, the people, the good people of anger about. I'd like to hear some call-ins too about this. What do you think about Joe? About I know that music is more accessible to your fingertips than ever before. Than ever before. But what do you feel about? the packaging and the artwork and all that of the CD experience and the and the album experience. I miss it You myself. know what? You know, the, like, the, the album art's cool, but people are putting digital album art up, you know what I mean, when they're releasing their CDs on, on different yeah, venues. But still so not... that's cool. But still not tangible. There's something to hold in your hands. I don't want it. That's just something to lose, get stolen, or get fucking scratched or fucked up. I'd rather have exactly. my... I like my digital music. I... I... I like it too because it is so successful. Well, I know you lose quality with it. You knew that, didn't you? Yeah, because it's, that's the only thing. Yeah. I mean, if you want to do that, then we need to go back to vinyl because even CDs, yeah. even when they put on CDs, some of the some yeah. and tape decks just are hard, suck. Taken out. Tape you know decks I mean? just tape. Uh, you know, the tapes just sucked. Except, except for the uh, what was the big eight track? Eight, eight tracks really loops. sounded good. Yeah, they just couldn't really sound on there. Good. Man, you hear us blowing up there? People are, God, we are this station. <laughs> Can't get, you can't beat us down with a stick. Nope. But anyway. We rocking because we're fucking uh, awesome. So the Comes whole out. and is there a is there a nostalgic is there a an eighties hair band new wave is there a resurgence for that or is that just people? I would like to see a resurgence in that. I, think I would love to, you can see, but I don't think it is. You can see aspects of it in the um, sort of like the rock um, dubstep um, crossover that's going on. Kind of yes. like uh, Twenty One Pilots, 
You can see yeah. remnants of it in there a little bit. You it's know a new mean? wave, yeah. Uh, I, I don't, see those influences. I don't see a resurgence of... I see the influences of what you're saying, but I don't re see a resurgence of, like, 80s hair metal and stuff. I just think it's the older people like us that still want to do the festivals and that uh, it's a nostalgic thing for them. Oh, Makes yeah. them feel like they're... I, I love it myself. Well, it's just good know? music. I just like your good music, you know? It's... Yeah, that's I, all I care about. Yeah, that's all I care about. Somebody on BandLab there, where I post a lot of my music, said, you're one of the most versatile artists. By the way, Joe Ney helps me write a, a lot of my lyrics. Uh, but said, you're one of the most versatile artists. To me, that was the greatest compliment that I could ever get. That's why I, I always uh, respected Alice and Change so much. It was so hard to put them in a box, you know? Yeah, well, not only that, but, you know, I mean, just... The more you listen to, the more influences you have. You just have a richer yeah. experience. Yeah. I mean, I, I love anyone from the Bee Gees. Laugh if you want. I love the Bee Gees. I love James Brown. I love Al Green. Uh, and I love uh, Megadeth. Uh, you know, I, I love the butthole surfers. I love everybody. Yeah. Well, you see that crazy I, shit I put up there. Music to me is music. Yeah. Joe, Joe taught me a lot about that, but... It is. It's just music. There shouldn't be any categories on anything. No. Critics do that. Yeah. The journalists fuck that up, putting everything in a category yeah. or whatever. Just play good shit. Yeah. Good thing to end on there. As once, once again, the way we always like to end, we like to give the people the shout out. Uh, go listen to, uh, to uh, Musician's Tavern with Mr. Joe DeFour. Uh, Rare Todd is on here. Uh, check out our TNJ Rock and Metal Talk uh, talk show on YouTube. It's pretty yeah, funny. That, pretty funny shit. That's where it's at. So uh, you guys check out our Facebook pages, all that kind of stuff. But hey, love you, Anchor people. Bye, Anchor. Welcome to Debug 101. I'm pulling Sash Button Job. Sit back to prepare yourself for the full spectrum of audio, funny color, gliding across the ethernet and landing squarely on your cerebral cortex. Brought to you by co host Willie Flotsam and the Sultan of 60 Minutes, Damon Fletcher. Thanks, Mr. Mutt Jop. Uh, just to let you know, though, bud, it's a 30-minute uh, show, not 60 minutes. But uh, <laughs> He's I, such thanks, a dumbass. Hey, thanks for the compliment, though, man. That, that was pretty cool. That was, that was great. And uh, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. Debugged 101. Uh, Will. You said that How's nice, your week going? Damon. Uh, going pretty good. I'm sitting here drinking a glass of... Grandma's lemonade, country time. Yummy! I, I, I love it. <laughs> Freshly squeezed. Oh yeah. Grandma squeezed that it. for you. You know it is. Mm -hmm. God love her. Hey, you know what? I was uh, I was checking out this uh, show that uh, what was it last night, I think, and I don't know if you remember this, but it was kind of kind of interesting, kind of I don't know, caught my attention. It was John Kerry and. Uh, that that little protest he did in Washington D.C. like led a march of veterans after he had come back. Is that the one where he had like a where they had the the controversy with uh where he there was supposed to be like a photograph with him and Jane Fonda? 
Yeah, actually, that, that was that what you're talking about. Um, well, no, not that's not that was a, a contrived photograph, man. That oh, wasn't was. that's fake. Yeah, they just took that two two fact, two that, pictures and mashed fact, together. Is that opinion, uh, Well, I'm pretty sure that's that's is the way it is. That's I think that's been proven. That's a faked photograph, dude. Hmm, I wasn't aware of that because I'm uh, inclined to believe anything negative I hear about Jane Fonda. I can't stand that bitch. Uh, well, dude, I, I really don't like. What her. about her workout videos? I like that. I do she's like working that. out. I she's like got to watch tons of still. Yeah, I like. What? She's but very Bridget well put does together. too. Bridget outdid. Her. Bridget outdid her by far, well, she man. Ah, oh, man. Who is who is Bridget's you, father anyway? I don't even know. Who is? Do you know? I don't is know. That, isn't it? Does Jane know? Famous? Is it? Is that Jane's daughter even? <laughs> yeah, I think it is. Really, it is. Okay, man. It is. Yeah, I I, real, I thought her no that's that's I'm thinking of uh, Jane Fonda's dad was Peter Fonda. Now he was yeah, a, he yeah, was a famous he was, actor, uh, you know. I'm thinking I keep thinking of Golden Pond. Uh, yeah, that's Peter Fonda. Fonda. Yeah, I but and the, Jane the Fonda. woman uh the woman that played I woman talk like this. Uh, I don't know. But uh the the girl that I'm thinking of that has the two famous the two famous parents that but her uh father is not really her father is a uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter. Uh, oh yeah, uh, man! I've seen a Kurt couple. Russell, of, she is, that was she, like her stepdad. Yeah, right? yeah. He and she <clears> said <throat> she looked at him more, but she's got a. I think her her. Uh, What's her uh, last name? Um, I don't even know what her first name is. It. Like slips off my head. She's also yeah, she's pretty, just like Goldie. But anyway, yeah. uh, Jane Fonda. I I don't like not anything. a fan. Huh? She, I you know from what, a, I, from what I got of it, she's more or less. A traitor, and I don't, I don't have anything against peace, but when there's soldiers over there dying for maybe a cause they may not even believe in or, or whatever, but it's not her job to go over there. And from what I got out of it, she was over there uh, trying to negotiate with the Viet Cong, you know, not even authorized to do to do so. And that's, yeah, that's a traitor's actions in my in my mind. Kind of does undermine the government and maybe even caused. You know, I mean. Part of all that anti-war sentiment, which caused the uh, the Vietnam the, the yeah the, the Vietnam vets to yes. come to come back and not get their welcome home, yeah. which is which is a tragedy, a and travesty. They, and they man. already had heroin habits from being over there. Yeah, dude, that was that, that was just that know? whole thing was just yeah, we, it was uh, inexcusable, been, we dude. Been over there, but they shouldn't have been treated. You they, don't. They, it's they not their have, fault. Yeah, they didn't have a choice. Yeah, it's not their fault. A lot of them didn't. Yeah, drafted. There was a draft in that war. Yeah, big one. I mean, there was a lot of. I mean, it was horrible. It was a horrible situation all the way around for those guys, and I really feel for them. And if there's any Vietnam vets out there, hey, welcome home, boys. I'm not. And, and uh, ladies, and we yeah, we yeah. certainly appreciate your service. Thank you very yeah. much. I'm not, uh, you know, against uh, us trying to help. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, she yeah. had no. It was irresponsible, business right? Is what you're saying? Yeah. She actually should have been brought up on charges of treason. I, in my opinion, so. Hey. Yeah. I mean, but because she was who she was, you heard it. You heard it first. He, the great Floddy has spoken. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Represent, what do you man. think, mutton chops? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy. Yeah, oh. I don't know. I think he's. <laughs> I don't know about him, man. We, we better he's get him down shaving. Yeah, <laughs> you get the shears out, man. <laughs> they might get tangled. Uh, yeah, I've seen less hair on sheep, for real. <laughs>
That's uh, that's pretty woolly. <laughs> I, you know, I wonder if he does that. I wonder if he shaves that off and turns that into a sweater in the wintertime. <laughs> Even ass. the stash, dude. He's I mean, got, He's got sheep's ass on his side. Well, yeah, that's a... Uh, Oh, what's that? Like a coat. <laughs> but yeah, that's I, a run. Hey, uh, I just want to kind of change subjects here. I know uh, you know I watch a lot of YouTube and stuff. Have you seen? I mean, I I've heard about this in the past, but I've seen it on YouTube. Uh, the the cracker challenge. This cracker is challenge. That I I don't think I could do because I would probably. Breathe so hard trying to do it, I would probably choke. Uh, yeah. Wait, is that the thing where they're yeah, um yeah. they're doing like what's like six like saltine or soda crackers? Yes. yes. And like sixty seconds without nothing to drink. Yes. Why? I it, I don't. I, maybe they're hungry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I will tell you that I did try it. And I, there's no way. There's no way, man. I, I don't know if your mouth can make enough spit fast enough. Nothing to well, drink. If it could, did you choke? Why well, you didn't be, choke? If, but it, if obviously, you could you probably be good at doing something else too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, it has to do with being they're, they're down just swollen. On, your, on your knees. Yeah. <laughs> Taking it to the throat. Yep. There you go. We might have to mark explicit. So this is a, this is a. Um, there's a challenge for like sword swallowers in the circus, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yep. Yeah. Raspy throat. Raspy <laughs> throat. Yep. Get some protein. <laughs> Here <it> comes. <laughs> That's gross, man. Oh, I know. So wait, you did it? I didn't do it. I mean, I tried it. No, I didn't do it. I didn't. I wasn't able to make it. I think couldn't. I was able to eat maybe three, four. So, can you fit six of them in your mouth at once? Would that be the way to go? That, no, that that's people try it in all different ways. That I've read the the comment. Hey, I think I wrote it down on that. What was that? That, that uh, I think I wrote it down. Matt Stoney. That's, Matt Stoney. That's, Check it yeah, out. Yeah, that's what's yes. written here. The YouTube cracker eater. <laughs> like, oh you know, I wonder if they have a like a. You gotta have a strategy. Like those guys eat all them hot dogs. Those professional eaters are eating like a, you know sixty hot dogs in yes. a, in thirty seconds. And the guy that won that was a, like a Filipino guy that was real skinny. I, there was a, Well, there was this guy. Like I can't remember which one was which. One guy, Kobayashi, I think, was doing it really good, and then this other guy, Joey Chestnut, came along for the Nathan Hot Dog. That's his name. That's his real name for the uh, Nathan Hot Dog uh, Hot Dog Eating Contest. Those guys are like shove all the hot dogs in, then they take all the buns, stick it in a pop, and then they shove the fuck buns down. Do they get, I I just heard this. I don't know. It could be a rumor. Do they get like a whole annual uh, lifetime? Not not lifetime. An annual supply of, of like hot dogs. I heard that. Well, it's the Nathan's Nathan's hot dogs that, that does it. I don't know oh, what they yeah. get. I mean, you'd have to pay me quite a bit to be doing that. Those oh, guys train by like they gorging train, and distending. Like, they're yeah, like, like, like ultimate fighting. Yeah, oh, dude. My gosh. I, yeah. Oh, oh I, I can eat three hot dogs. What if it was like a Lindor chocolate eating contest? You'd, you'd like to train for that, huh? Oh, yeah, I yeah. would actually. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. How yeah, about that, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, I want to I shift gears a little bit. Uh, I want to talk. Uh, Conspiracy theory, you know what I mean? This is, oh, I like. Yeah, you know I, I mean, like, I. I like this. Yeah, this will be kind of cool. So, I, like this. Uh, I don't know, but uh, I was wondering. I think. What do you think about nine eleven being a government fraud? Huh? I is this too edgy I, right now? I mean, uh, no, I think this is a great one. I want to make this show as edgy as we can. I eventually want to just cuss as much as we can on here, and you know. But anyway, no, I think that was a total. 
you know, they've had many, many demolition experts. Uh, uh, the, know, the way the buildings examine, are coming down. Examine those videos and give, I mean, they've done so much uh, research uh, to the second of how, how fast they're falling and, you know, the, the, the angles and degrees of how, how fast each floor is falling. And it's just perfect. It goes along. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, yeah. She yeah. had no It was irresponsible, right, is what you're saying. Yeah. She, she should have been brought up on charges of treason, I, in my opinion. So. Hey. Yeah, I mean, but because she was who she was, you heard it, you heard it first. He, the great Flotty has spoken. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, represent, What do you man? think, mutton chops? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think he's... <laughs> I don't know about him, we, man. We better he's get him character. down and shave him. Yeah, he, <laughs> you get the shears out, man. <laughs> yeah. They might get tangled. Uh, yeah, I've seen less hair on sheep, for real. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty woolly. <laughs> I, you know, I wonder if he does that. I wonder if he shaves that off and turns that into a sweater in the winter time. <laughs> Even the stash, dude. He's I got, mean, he's got sheep's ass on his side. Yeah, that's a uh, oh, what's that? Like a coat. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, that's I, a run. Hey, uh, I just want to kind of try to change subjects here. I know uh, you know I watch a lot of YouTube and stuff. Have you seen? I mean, I I heard about this in the past, but I seen it on YouTube. Uh, the the cracker challenge. This cracker is challenge. That I I don't think I could do because I would probably breathe so hard trying to do it. I would probably choke. Uh, yeah. Wait, is that the thing where they're yeah, um yeah. they're doing like what's like six. Like saltine or soda crackers, yes, yes. and like sixty cents without nothing to drink. Yes. Why? I it's, I don't. I, maybe they're hungry. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I, I will tell you that I did try it. And I, there's no way. There's no way, man. I, I don't even know if your mouth can make enough spit fast enough. Nothing to well, drink. If it could, did you choke? Why well, you didn't be, choke? If it, it, if obviously, you could. You'd probably be good at doing something else too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe uh, has to do with being they're, when they're swollen on your knees. Yeah. <laughs> Taking it to the throat. Yep. There you go. We might have to mark explicit. So this is a, this is a um. There's a challenge for like sword swallowers in the circus, right? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you're yeah. saying? Yep. Yeah. Raspy throat. Cracky <laughs> throat. Yep. Get some protein. <laughs> Here <it> comes. <laughs> That's gross, man. Oh, I know. So, wait, you did it? I didn't do it. I mean, I tried it. No, I didn't do it. I didn't. I wasn't able to make it. I think couldn't. I was able to eat maybe three, four. So, can you fit six of them in your mouth at once? Would that be the way to go? No, that that's people try it in all different ways. That I've read the the comment. Hey, I think I wrote it down on that. What was that? That, that uh, one, I think I wrote it down. Matt Stoney. Matt Stoney. That's, Check it yeah, out. Yeah, that's what's yeah. written here. The YouTube cracker eater. <laughs> like, oh you know, I wonder if they have a like a. You gotta have a strategy. Like those guys eat all them hot dogs. Those professional eaters are eating like a, you know sixty hot dogs in a, yes. in thirty seconds. And the guy that won that was like a Filipino guy that was real skinny. I, there was a, Well, there was this guy. Like, I can't remember which one was which. One guy, Kobayashi, I think, was doing it really good. And then this other guy, Joey Chestnut, came along for the Nathan Hot Dog. That's his name. That's his real name. For the uh, Nathan Hot Dog uh, hot dog Eating Contest. Those guys are like, shove all the hot dogs in. Then they take all the buns and stick it in a pop. 
and then they shove the fuck buns down. Do they get, I, I just heard this. I don't know. It could be a rumor. Do they get like a whole annual uh, lifetime, not not lifetime, an annual supply of, of like hot Oscar dogs? Bar. I heard that. that. Well, it's the Nathan's Nathan's hot dogs that, that does it. I don't know oh, what they get. I mean, you'd have to pay me quite a bit to be doing that. Those oh, guys train by like they gorging train, and distending. They? Like, they're yeah, like, like the ultimate fighting. Yeah, oh, dude. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. Oh, I I can eat three hot dogs. What if it was like a Lindor chocolate eating contest? You you'd like to train for that, huh? Oh yeah, I yeah. would actually. Oh <laughs> my god, yeah. Yeah, about that, huh? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, I want to I want to shift gears a little bit. Uh, I want to talk uh, conspiracy theory. You know what I mean? This is. Oh, I like. You know what I mean? Like, I. I like this. Yeah, this will be kind of cool. So. I like this. Uh, I don't know, but uh, I was wondering. I think. What do you think about nine eleven being a government fraud? Huh? Is this too edgy so. right now? I mean, uh, no, I think this is a great one. I want to make this show as edgy as we can. I eventually want to just cuss as much as we can on here, and you know. But anyway, no, I think that was a total. You know, they've had many, many demolition experts. Uh, uh, you the, know, the way the buildings examine, are coming down. Examine those videos, and give. I mean, they've done so much uh, research. Uh, to the second of how, how fast they're falling and you know the, the the angles and degrees of how how fast each floor is falling and it's just perfect it goes along perfect with other videos that you see of of you know professional demolitions that and then they've had other buildings that have fallen like in earthquakes or something from an angle you know, from a push-up, from a, yeah, yeah. a, you know, from a force, from one side or another, falls in a completely different way, and it, and then when it falls like, like that, like a tree be, almost, there right? There might be some still standing, like you know, yeah. broke, like a, something broken. Yeah, uh, these I gotcha. are perfectly so. Yes, there these, there was something there. Yeah, and then you yes. had like the Pentagon with. Oh yeah, uh, that didn't look like a plane crash exactly. You know, I mean, I don't know if you ever seen the movie The Zeitgeist, but uh, that really opened my eyes to that sort of thing. I, I mean, I kind of wonder a little bit. Of course, you never know because these documentaries are, are you know, leaning a political way one way or the other. So, who knows? But it, it could be out there. Well, there's just there's some things that can't be ignored, though, like the facts of. Well, for one, the Pentagon thing. Where was the engines at? On every plane right. crash, they always find the black box. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. We yeah, the, the, yeah the black box. Uh, and they always find the engines. And and where was the bodies? The bodies, <laughs> the the clothing and suitcases that were in the cargo holds. Seats, all that. Seats, stuff. exactly right. And what? That poses the question: Why? Why would they do that? Why would they kill a bunch of their own people? What purpose does that serve? Well. I don't Where, where's really the, where's I really the ends to the means, man? Because I was going to save it for our next episode, but I'll just get into it a, a little bit. There's a, I, I wish that I could remember the issue it is. There's an issue, though. You know how they, we, they got their issues of, uh, you know, vote on a certain issue. <coughs> I can't remember the number, but I'll, I'll have it for next episode. But it's that they say people band together in times, and they, and they were right. But you don't... <laughs> travesty of that that proportion and, and anyway we need to have that brought on naturally to band together that doesn't need to be forced but that's what they're the, to band together to be a stronger nation so we can put up with more from the government 
is what this. And that's how they got the Patriot Act through by scaring the crap out of us that we're gonna keep getting yeah. attacked by more attacks are coming. Yeah. So then I, they take away our civil liberties. Yes, yeah, so I know this sounds crazy. Sounds like said, sounds like fascism to me. It sounds crazy what I just said. And yeah, <clears throat> you're right. But I will I'll bring it all together on our next episode of conspiracy. All right. Uh, yes. I'll just let me just say this, Sandy Hook. We will. That's Uh-oh. what we'll talk about next episode. But yeah, there's a whole lot. There's facts you can't ignore in the 9/11. Right. Right. The temperature of the fuel that was right. coming out of the planes that hit. That they have to be at a certain temperature to to melt uh, steel beams, and they never got up. I mean, to even. You know what I mean? They never got up to that right. height to melt those beams for the collapse to happen. It just didn't happen. It can't. Uh, jet fuel doesn't right. heat up. It wouldn't so. do it. So, yeah, yeah, I see. I mean, there's stuff that you oh, can't do. All right. Yeah. So. All right. Willie Flotsam leaves us with a cliffhanger, oh, man. Ha, 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 What a treat. Wow. Cool. Hey, look. This is getting too heavy. I want, I've been waiting so long to talk about this. I'm so excited. We're going to uh, have this little segment. We're going to say, what chick, what rye, dude? So, if you, here's a scenario, you're going to go pick your kid up from the park from your ex-woman, your ex-wife, ex-girlfriend, whatever. Mm. She's got your kid. Who, what woman are you going to take? Any woman in the world, living, dead, it doesn't matter. And what car are you going to drive? Situation? Yeah. I would probably drive a Chevy Corsica. And I would take Meryl Streep. <laughs> Meryl Streep? Which Meryl Streep? Like today's Meryl Streep or like 1970s Meryl Streep? Because she was kind of hot. Today's Meryl. I want, I want You her. want like an old lady? Yeah, I do. Because but she she's was, classy she would, though. Yeah, but she would, oh, she's still... You know, she's still kind of classy. She never was one that was the, like just smoking hot. She's got that sex. Oh, man. Did you ever see her in The Deer Hunter? Yeah, she was very, she was. very beautiful was. in that movie, man. What? See, yes. But I think she's got that sexy appeal to her, and she is so classy that she would, in my opinion, make another woman just feel stupid. You know, so for kind of yeah, yeah, she's got that that. But that, you, and, I mean, I'd bang her. I don't know about I, I now, but I would then. The, the Probably not now. Corsica just so I could put the car seats in the back and just look like every other Corsica that I've seen. <laughs> you know, yeah. or the minivan. <laughs> you know, right on, country. dude. <laughs> But we need to get an, uh, an exciting one. Who wrote that out? <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. I'm taking like a nice Ford pickup truck, kind of beefed up a little bit, man, with some big tires, loud, you know what I mean? Not Would diesel either. Would you marry and I'm taking Ronda Rousey. Rousey? 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 Yeah, I'm taking her. I'm taking, yeah, I'm taking her to pick the kid up, man. She she, she's still she kind of hot. Not too long she ago. did, she did, but you know, whatever, she'd still be able to uh, take any girl I've ever been yeah. with. So, oh yeah, you know, you know what I mean. About her was, well, was she's a lot of guys she, she could beat the shit out of. Victory, but you you don't do that unless you unless you're Muhammad Ali or yeah, Babe Ruth, and, buddy. And she also, this is what gets me about women that fight in this. She actually thought in her mind that she could. Fight uh, not only a guy fighter and win, but the best. Uh, 
Floyd Mayweather. She said that she can whip. Yeah, I don't that know. That's so funny. Listen, she can kick some guys' asses, dude. We're not, we're not the best fighter. I mean, she's... Uh, Floyd, Floyd Mayweather? Mayweather's never lost a fight ever. He hasn't, and a lot of it's his strategy. It's not because he's standing there taking... It's just because he's quick as he hell and no one can hit him. You he's know what I mean? It's because no one can like hit him. stands and stuff. I mean, he, he stands back like... I mean, it's... Yeah, uh, yeah he's just... He's yeah. quick. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. he's a slippery Ron, bastard, man. Let me put it this way. Ronda's not whipping his ass. I think if she gets a hold of him, she fucks him up. I swear to God, in like an MMA kind of thing, I think she fucks Floyd Mayweather up, man. Come on, Damon. She fucks him up. My money's on her. I got you. You're right. I think you're probably right. She took. She probably kick him in the head and just do him in. I seen the morning show though with their uh, Michael and Kelly. She actually flipped Michael Strahan over her back and. and Dude, she's burly, dude. She's kind of sexy, too. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. She's not, you know what I mean? Kind of. I'm not going to say she's the most beautiful girl, but she's. I bet she'd be cool to hang out with, have a couple beers with. Probably would. You know what I mean? Yeah, if you didn't piss her off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you munch P's and Q's a little bit, you know what I mean? Then yeah, be playing yeah. grab ass. I don't know. Yeah. if I don't know, though, because she is kind of manly. I would almost, I don't know if I could do that. I probably would, just because, you know what I mean? It's her, but like a chick that looks like that on the street, I'm not really. You think that you could, like, go like work out with her and stuff I'm not a big person good. dude I can't be you know what I mean yeah. going around with these Amazonians <laughs> you know what I mean I can't be going around with a girl that's going to stick me in her pocket <laughs> pick me up with one arm and tuck me here yeah. I mean, tuck me with one arm and walk around with me what do you think Mutton Talk <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh that's uh, great no yeah. I, I would actually I do think she's uh, pretty but the woman who was, do you remember the woman's name that beat her I do a, not. Actually, uh, I do not. Uh, I can't remember. I'll tell you what. Remember G. Ali? Huh. She was kind of pretty. She's a boxer. She's a boxer? Yeah. She's kind of pretty. Who was the one really, really famous boxer lady that was uh, back in the 90s? I mean, she was so... She was so famous. I I I, I shouldn't have brought her. Hell, up. I, I have no name. idea who she I is, don't know man. Her name, but uh, I don't remember no lady I, I boxer in the nineties. Damon was talking about the other night. I'm gonna have to show you one night when we're drinking out in the man cave. The our tour. I don't know how we give it and got on this subject, but we do what we want on this show. So. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, the our our Toro Gotti and Mickey Ward fights. The trilogy. Yeah, I've heard those, those are good, those man. Are like uh, rock the Rocky. Balboa, Rocky they Saga, truly huh? Are. They truly yeah, are. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not, I mean, I've heard from a few different people, man. Oh, that's, that's epic. Incredible, they're incredible. And what, what's even, what blows my mind is that movie, The Fighter, that was about Mickey Ward. That part of his career, and there's, I mean, there's, there's no doubt about it. Any box, boxing analysis person will tell you that that was the most epic part of his career was those fights and that's not even mentioned in that movie was that movie like ended before he was fighting yeah but it came out after those trilogies though so they could have put him in there yeah they could have maybe they're just running out of time like crisis movies already two and a half hours long man we can't yeah yeah, Christian Bale was great in that movie. Christian Bale is just a, yeah. a crazy good actor. I mean, that guy can change yes. his whole yeah. who he is, his whole persona. See, this is why I'm going to like this show, Damon. We're way off topic here, and I think it's wonderful. Yeah, well, you know that's what? That's just the way we are. That's the way we want. That's, that's how we, we roll, it. buddy. That's the way we run it. And that's that's the way where we're, we're going, going Flotty. So, uh, what what else we got there, Damon? That would be a wrap, my friend. 
Really? Yes, sir. Oh, no. We really? divided and conquered. Okay. And hopefully... I, 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 love, I love anybody that tunes in. I hope they tune back in for the next one. Well, I'm sure they will. And we bid you all, hey, man, you guys have a good one out there. Just uh, take care of yourselves. Anything else? What's the name of our show? It's brand new. This is uh, Debug 101. Debug 101. Thanks, guys. Hornstash Muttonchoff, take us out. And that's a wrap for Debug 101. Tune in next time when Will Flotsam and Damon Fletcher do the show upside down.
Now listen, peoples. Everybody said they don't like the blues. But you're wrong. See, the blues come from way back. And I'm going to tell you something again. The things that's going on today is not the blues. It's just a good beat the people just carrying. But now when you come down to the blues, I'm going to show you how to play the blues. Now you just sit here and watch, man. Sleeping in the ground 
Like, yeah. I, mean, I bet she rolled for the hay. I bet she rolled the hay with Scarecrow. Shit. Yeah. I, I would have beat it up. Judy Garland. Woo. Man, it's We've been going you know. a while, ain't we, Joe? Yeah, sorry about that, guys. We have been <laughs> gone a while. But we'll be all right. Um, so then also on actors, we got like Kate Hudson, who is uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter. Obviously, yeah. everyone knows that. Both very, very lovely ladies. Drew Barrymore. I want to touch Kate Hudson. I want to touch her Harry's. <laughs> I love yeah. her. Uh, both of them. Woo yeah. Both oh, yeah. Of them. Even today, Goldie Hawn's still sexy. You think she's hotter than, uh, than Goldie? No. I do not. I do not. Laughing. 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 Versus, versus Kate Hudson now. That made me feel uh, so kind of special. <laughs> I'm going with Goldie for sure. She is yeah. very, very, okay. very pretty. And uh, who, Brid, uh, Bridget Fonda? We got that. Uh, yeah, well, we got Bridget Fonda, which is, uh, you know, one of the Fondas. I don't know if it's Jane or Peter Fonda's Jane daughter. Peter. I don't know which one. But you got Jane, Peter Fonda, then Henry Fonda, their dad. You know what I mean? Three generations yep, of, yep. of actors there. Um, Drew Barrymore with John Barrymore. Yeah, uh, um, Candace Bergman, yeah. do like Murphy Brown show, you know what yeah. I mean? Remember her? And it's uh, it's Ingrid Bergman's uh, daughter. She oh, okay, she okay. Was, you know I, mean? I, I know. In the 70s, she did and then the one that just died, hard. the Princess Leia. Okay. Yeah, Carrie Fisher, which is Debbie her Reynolds. Mom, yeah. Uh, her mom, Debbie, or was Debbie Reynolds, yeah. was her mom. Yeah, and then uh, Carrie Fisher's got a, a, a daughter that's a, a star right now on one of the shows. I can't remember. Oh, really? Yep, I can't remember. I didn't even know that. Yeah, Carrie Fisher. But I'm not a TV expert. That shows a little Princess Leia was banging. I mean, I don't care. Sam Murray and all I understand was like one of those I she looked like the enemy spaceship. Shit. Why are I shooting the lasers? I was loving that Return of the Jedi when she was chained up with Jabba the Hutt, man. Remember that? That sexy. I was focused on her. Woo! Jabba's fucking disgusting ass. And you got Emma Roberts, which is Eric Roberts' daughter. Did you know that, I don't know if you know this, that Julia Roberts has a famous brother that's an actor. Yeah, Eric Roberts. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that? yeah, that's what I was just saying. And uh, he oh, has a daughter named Emma Roberts. It's Julia Roberts' niece. Oh. Who's in movies. Oh, is that it? Okay. Yeah, Emma Roberts. Okay. Yep. She was in like... She did, Joe's like, knowledge is astounding. Who's I tried, man. I are, we, are we at the fucking movies or are we talking about music? Yeah, well, I'm just saying that's, that's the actor. So I, I'm thinking that it seems to be easier for the... The child, the, the children of famous actors to become more famous actors or, or mega stars themselves. It you know seems what I mean? that way. It is for, for the, on the musician side. I, I mean, there's know. some successful. There's because so the the musicians I named on the musician side, they have some some success. I mean, the Nelson Twins had a number one record apparently, but it didn't last very long. Do you think it might be because when someone's doing an acting script, they uh, move from movie to movie is so much different, unless you're uh, just a typecast character. But and then uh, so they're not like in a in a certain like a, for a musician they're in a certain style and if that and if the child tries to go with that style then it's kind of X A and all. Yeah, well, and yeah. also for the musicians it seems like um, if the if they have a musician parent that had some success but wasn't like uber famous yeah. they have a, ch a chance. chance yeah. um, to, to become a little more famous I concur. Uh, themselves. I concur, Joe. Well, like, well, but, I mean, like John Bonham's uh, son, Jason Bonham. I I know somebody's gonna be one to hate on me for this, but he might even be better than his dad. But he would never get. And we know that Julie uh, or Sean Lennon is a better guitarist. He than John is Lennon. a better guitarist. What's that thing? Sure. Les Claypool. You guys need to see that uh, man. Yeah, we'll oh my God. We'll get to that. Oh my God. <laughs> it's pretty badass. Um. <laughs> 
But like Jeff Buckley, his dad was a mildly famous musician in, in the 70s, and then he came out and became more famous than his dad. He's put out some really great work. Jeff Buckley. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he yeah, died yeah. in Mississippi. Yeah. Well, and that's what he's famous for, not as, so much as music, which is unfortunate. Cause well, like the, the, the really Van Halen's dad, he wasn't like famous in the pop culture, but he was a successful yeah. musician. In, in Austria, he was, well, yeah, he was sort of famous. And, now, and now Whoopi comes out, fucking taking Michael Anthony's fucking yeah. fuck oh, piss off! Yeah. Oh, no, I like to make it easy on that, but oh. you know I'm pissed off too about it. Yeah. Go ahead, man. Michael Anthony deserves respect. Let's before I said it again. Yeah, dude. I love you, Michael Anthony. But not Eddie Van Halen. Get Wolfgang off your man. fucking tent. Let him go and become a man on his own. Yeah, man. he was in the Tremonti but band. Why let him take food out of fucking uh, Michael Anthony's mouth? mouth? That's bullshit. Michael's trying to eat too. Yeah, man. Shit, dude. Bass players got to eat, motherfucker. Uh, uh, you know what? Well, was in that. Uh, go look these guys up. They're awesome. Tremonti, the the Mark Tremonti from Creed. Uh, Wolfie's in that band. Yo, yeah, and they're bad yeah, they so are, what, actually. What's wrong with that? Why can't yeah. he just be a man on his own? Well, I, you know what? I, yeah, you I, don't need mean, Alex and Eddie fucking changing his diapers. No shit. Fuck. Yeah, quit being a bitch, Wolfie. Wolfie. That's it. I'm not really a bad. a puppy. Ooh, it's news. All right, now. Um, but some other ones. Um, yeah, well, anyways, uh, it seems like to me... It's easier uh, to break into that. It almost seems like it's easier to break into acting, into the acting business than it is the music business, and, and get a, 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 a certain amount of notoriety. I think you could be right on that. You know what I mean? I think you could, and it might be. And it almost seems like maybe acting as an art form well, is easier to pick up than uh, being a, a musician you know, from, and, from, from professionally. From the the acting side or the music side, it does help because that, that's the hardest part is getting your foot in the door to be. But yeah, but then if, you, if if your parent was a mega superstar, then you live in that. Yeah. All right now, <laughs> you heard that, get you? Now, what's my next one? Come uh, at me. All right, here you go, brother. Uh, what's Marilyn Manson's real name? You know that? We got two Brian's on the list. Brian Warner. I do know. Brian Warner Brian is correct. TW. Tell folks what you oh, want. Shit. He's won a lifetime of being awesome. I got, well, wait, awesome. I got a trivia question for you. Okay. What inspired Lady Gaga's name? Um, now, I, she's not exactly rock or metal. She's pop. I love pop. But what inspired her name? What did inspire her name? It was something, uh, didn't have something to do with, uh, like Billy Joel or Elton John or something. Blurp. Nope. I don't fucking Queen know. Queen has a song Queen, called Queen. That's right. I she was a do remember. You see the knowledge. Yes. Joe's got knowledge. He but does. He's got I all the knowledge. The, 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 I'm a, a wellspring yeah. of knowledge. A wellspring of knowledge. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah, we need to tap that shit and bottle it out so there'd be less know. fucking dumbasses in the fucking world. You know what I mean? I don't need TW5. Especially when it comes to music. And that's what we're here for. Hey, it's all about the music. I should all the music, man. What else is there? Fuck. Um, yeah, okay, so, number three, how many instruments was Brian Jones of the Rolling Stones proficient in? Sixty. Sixty is correct! I knew it, I'm a fucking 60. genius! Oh, shit, I love it! It's hard for me to even name six, just to name a few, Ooh. just name a few. The oboe, organ, dulcimer, Meltron, slide guitar, harmonica, sitar, recorder... Yeah, but he wasn't allowed to play harmonica on the Rolling Stones album. That was, that was keep, uh, Mick Jagger's job. Um, saxophone, keyboard, bells, Kodo, whatever the fuck that is. 
harpsichord, kazoo, which who the fuck could be presenting yeah, a kazoo? Playing a harpsichord. <laughs> I don't know. Concert harp. A flute. You know what? He might have played all them orchestra instruments that's on that the, uh, that song. Uh, he the, did. The, the, the one that's the, 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 the verb or something. Uh, on the Rolling Stones. Uh, Sweet thing? Symphony. Better Sweet Symphony. Uh, you know what? He probably did. Is that the one? And you know what? If, if that, there is like an instrumental song that was dun, on the Rolling dun, Stones. Dun, dun, and he played like 13 fucking instruments dun, on that fucking song. What is that? Bitter, he played all of them. It's the Bitter all Sweet Symphony. That's all changed my life. Is that the verb? That is a verb. Yes. They yeah. got sued. Yeah. For, uh, for they said yeah. I don't even hear it, but. I that must be what it is. You know, I'm not real huge familiar with uh, a lot of the, the Rolling Stones fucking catalog of music, but apparently there's some instrumental stuff that Brian Jones played every or a song. Hey, played every you get off of that cloud. I love that song. Tambor, auto harp. I like the sitar work of Paint It Black, personally. Yeah, that was awesome. That yeah. was awesome. Those are all. Uh, was he still with them? Paint It Black. Yes, yes, he was. That was before 1969. Okay. okay. Yep, he played. I got to check your back, Check it out, man. I'm telling you, I know that one. Did I, did you, did I just ask you a musical question? I think you were trying to see if I knew. I don't yeah, think it I was, was because you didn't. I already do. I already do. Oh, shit. Um, so that's pretty much it for our show. I just want to go ahead and give a shout out to uh, just uh, creative, what's up, George Michael. Um, oh yeah, George Michael. You know what I mean? R.I.P. Brother, we lost George Michael from Wham. And I know this isn't exactly like a no, we're never gonna huge Wham thing, but you know, I like George Michael's music. I love uh, you, George. I know you was gay. His solo work was fucking great. That fucking Silent Whisper or whatever. That yeah, song was fucking all Carol. Wake me up before you go go. I love George Michael. I don't care what anybody thinks. Do the haters? Fuck you! I like George. I like George Michael. I'm not really. I love boy George. I like I like George Michael. Yeah, boy George. Uh, If they're good, I like them. That's that's uh, how it is for me. YouTuber guy that uh, does some comic sketches, shit, creative creation. Yes. I think that. Filler creation, creative creation. Sure. But it's one of the videos that I just released. My reaction. Some of our. This dude is a bad boy with the markers and pencils. Yeah. Uh, Actually, his artwork is great. If you guys go ahead, actually, just uh, if you check out the. The um, little uh, thing that Tom uh, TW put out on our on our channel. There's a link to his YouTube channel as well. So check him out. Uh, don't forget to stop by the uh, TNJ Rock and Mill Talk website. That's TNJ Rock and Mill Talk dot dot com. That's dot sexy independent milf. motherfucker milf. Nice dick. Uh, uh. We got one video on there too. In fact, it's Joe sitting tall and tense. It's like this. This is me being serious, but that's I'm acting like Joe. Okay, so watch Joe's my serious politics video. Fucking blow your mind. Not like Edward Snowden. I don't even know who that is. No, I know who it is. Right, so what else we got? Um, you know, uh, I mean, our website. Check out. Subscribe. Subscribe to our channel. You know what? And if you want to, if you want to, joke of genius. If you want to subscribe, what we'll do is <laughs> totally. If you can subscribe, or for any of our subscribers, if you have a YouTube channel or a Facebook thing or a website that you want plugged on our show, subscribe, 
let us know, and we'll verify that you've subscribed, and, and we will for sure plug you on this show here. For sure. Rock we're we're all about the people. Yeah. So we're all about like helping out, or any of you YouTubers out there that want to do some collaboration, get a hold of us, and maybe we can work something out. Just throw that out there, too. You know what I mean? We're, we got our hands into everything. We go balls deep up in ya, motherfuckers. I'm trying oh, to yeah. you guys out with my song. Another one. Answer that. I gotta say. We out, bitches! Chef Gordon. Who's it? Who'd he manage? Manage Alice Cooper. Mm-hmm. I've seen a documentary. Brian Epstein of the Beatles. He was Brian, actually probably the best the manager on that Alice. list because he, Alice Cooper was all the way through. That's the only person he had. And he, you know, he, Alice Looks like Brian Epstein over the Beatles. He didn't manage anybody else? I, it may be later on, but it was I'm not. I'm going to have to check back to that, Joe. The, but he managed the Beatles all the way through, and I mean, Chef Gordon managed other people as well. He didn't manage just Alice Cooper. Oh, I mean, for Alice the first Cooper. part of his career. I, I, um, Chef, yeah, Chef also managed like a... Oh, God damn! Uh, well, I mean, uh, tell you what, Chef um, is largely responsible for, uh, like, Chefs being on TV, the cooking shows. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he managed like Emma Lagasse and yeah, he can think for chef himself. He even cooks for uh, the Dalai Lama as well. What are we talk about cooking? Oh well, I guess this guy asked what we had journey on the nose though. <laughs> I don't know. No, uh, Sean, no, Sean will rip any fucking metal player up. He wasn't. He wasn't that. So that's anyway. fucking great guitar work, man. Oh, it's the best. Absolutely, yeah. I don't think that's, that's undeniable. Right now, uh, Bill LaCoin for Kiss. Uh, you know, yeah. But, do you know, he was. He ended up, they find out he was gay. But, you know, yeah, that's was gay, too. Well, I think Bill LaCoin and Paul Stanley was probably lovers. Well, they may be. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they were. Shit, oh, I business, I guess, but... Who else? Uh, Doc McGee, he was, uh... Doc yeah. McGee, he... You know, Bonjour, he, he, got, Molly, Molly he, some, he, he partied with his, like, Molly. <laughs> he said, <laughs> he, had to, he, man. said he went up in the, uh... Up in the apartment of, uh... Up on the, uh... What's that called? Uh, the Sunset Stripper of Motley Crue. He said this girl came in, and they strapped her to this wheel and gave her an enema. <laughs> That could be messy. Yeah, he said, oh, that he could said, be very he messy. He said that room had to be blocked off. That no one used that room anymore. So. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he's seen some crazy shit. That's crazy. And then Peter Grant probably, out of Peter all that, he went up to bat for his people more than yeah. him, like Led Zeppelin. He's the one that got, uh, before Led Zeppelin, the, the, uh, the arenas and place they used to play the venues would you know they would make the majority of the money. Peter Grant went in there pushing his weight around. He was he had a lot of weight to push around. Yeah, he was an intimidating guy, guy, really. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? He was a big fucker. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was like sh the anti Suge Knight. You know what I mean? <laughs> Listen, hey. Oh my God, I love this song. Whoa, I might just bust a nut <laughs> right all over the table. Ew. <laughs> We'll have to... Uh, I love Oreo Speedway. I'll have to ban, ban oh, us from this. All right, now. Bill who, who else? Oh, we, we even put people like Suge Knight on there. Because Suge Knight's an example of a, a horrible man. Yeah, yeah. A fucking asshole, man. Yeah, he's that doesn't even give a fuck about the, the people that he's managing and just wants to fucking take all their money yeah. out of the pit. I mean, yeah. it's and then, uh, a thug. We even put Lou... Lou Pearlman over there. Lou Pearlman. <laughs> yeah, he done all that, but that was a dude that right there that was just straight up about money. Mm-hmm. But uh, Andy Warhol, he managed, a lot of people don't know that, he Velvet managed Velvet Underground. Yeah, they were part of the, uh, the yep. um, art, or what was that called, the art factory? or uh, Plastic something. Something, uh, something plastic. Look, we're the one here trying to have a show, don't we? We don't even know our facts. What the fuck? God, I'm pissed off. What we say is facts, man. Well, I got you. That's my man right there. Shit. What we, what we say is facts. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. We speak facts. I said right. it before. We speak facts. No opinions. opinions. No opinions. Oh, shit. All right, now. Uh, like, uh, who's the one? Who's uh, probably the best one on there? The, the most legendary. I'd say Peter Grant is. Peter Grant's probably the most legendary because the banding names was Zeppelin is probably... <laughs> One of the most legendary bands of all time. Yeah, but, well, if you want to go by that, uh, that's what about how uh, like what Andy Warhol and um, um, Malcolm Mc, Mc, uh, McLaren did? McLaren, McLaren, McLaren did for, that dude was uh, for, the, for the punk scene. You know what I mean? He, yeah, there probably wouldn't be a punk scene with, without that dude. He was he. See that right there kind of goes against what punk was all about, though, because 
sex it's pistol. manufactured. Yeah, it was manufactured. It was anti-establishment. It was a yeah. manufactured anti-establishment yeah. movement. It's funny. Yeah. It's yeah. anti by the establishment, but anti-establishment. Yeah. You pumps make me sick. <laughs> oh, God. Fucking funny like, shit. Oh, uh, uh, you can't do this. You can't do that. You're supposed to be a real pump. And then they have this, Sid Vicious in the band that couldn't fucking play a note because he looked cool. Now, if that's fucking, that ain't punk at all. Let's keep him in the band because he looks cool. That ain't punk, is it? I, I guess not. No, he couldn't even fucking so. play a note. He sucked. But anyway, I like Sex Pistols. He went on other albums of Sid Vicious. You knew that one. Yeah. I'm going to show some people some knowledge here. But anyway, uh, you know, let's see here. I, I got some facts to drop. I'm dropping them. I'm going to drop them here. I'm, I'm saving the bomb for later. Shit. Uh, I would say Miles Copeland. That is, you know, who's that? Who is that? That was a police manager, right? He managed the you police. You don't have knowledge like that. Hey, what, could you uh, manage <laughs> the police to not fucking fuck with me anymore? Could you do that for me, Miles Kobe, if you're watching? Well, you tell the police to leave me the fuck alone. No, 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 no. <laughs> Can you manage like to get them to stay the fuck away from me, motherfucker? They'd, they'd be harassing him all every day. Fucking police. But he was uh, actually uh, Stuart Copeland. It was his brother. He managed the Go-Go's, too. And the Go-Go's career actually suffered because he was putting more of it into as at the same time. That was a dumb move by but, him. Well, I mean, yeah, because they even hired him, huh? Yeah, that was a dumb because, move. Well, I mean, you can't blame him because the police was they were a better band. Fucking but yeah, fuck the go go's. God, the go-go's. why would fucking talk about the go go's? Yeah, God, they can fuck. go to hell, man. They can go go to hell. Fuck yeah, them. fuck that. They can go go find another career. Alright, <laughs> now, go go find another man. how did all these uh, uh, managers and shit? Uh, our next thing we're talking about is corporate rock. How did they tie all? How did, does that tie into what we're talking about? It better, better corporate tie rock. in, Joe. You wrote this up. I'll throw his ass out the fucking window. Um, I would say, if I was going to say how it ties in, I would say just because they're the ones that are signing the venues, so they were getting bigger venues for the bands to play. And then it also ties yeah. in with like the commercial people who say, all right, now it's on your shoulders. I've got all these fucking seats to fill. Put asses in them, motherfuckers. Yeah. So, so, right. so now you're, you're, uh, you're... Joe's got knowledge! Oh, shit! Listen to that! Listen! And I don't know what we look, know. And then, and then it generates a bunch of money, and that's how it gets a corporate title. That you just put the name of the genre right in that the paragraph he said. How fucking much uh, more knowledgeable can you get? It's it? astounding! Oh shit! <laughs> but listen, hold on, listen. Listen, here's yes. one of this corporate rock right here. That's okay. an awesome song, man. You know what? My favorite song when I was five. Corporate rock was supposed to be a negative term. I love corporate rock. Listen. Oh shit! Love this! Franchise taggy, taggy we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty corporate, isn't it? It's pretty corporate where there's not one original member left. Mick Jones was the last one. Yeah, but, but the original members are catching on the name then, right? Is that what it means? Well, yeah. Isn't it? yeah, they're still, yeah. They still get yeah, paid for it, and these guys are just going out and performing the songs that they wrote. Like, you're right. Yeah, yeah, he shows up for a concert every, every now and then when he can get out of his wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and the, and the kiss was yeah we talked about yeah, that. they yeah, were going to yeah. do the same thing. Get these 
you know, they already got half the band playing uh, Ace and Peter. And then, but the one I told you, the one guy, Foreigner, got mad at Eddie Trump, and he seen him in the airport, ran up to him, like, "What'd you say that stuff about us for? There's no reason." It's true. What do you mean? Why he say it? Because it's fucking true. They should hang it up. Right. Hang it up. We already got your music. You guys ain't doing nobody no favors. We see a, 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 I mean, we I see a hundred foreigner, co foreigner cover when, they, when they're doing that, they're still making because they still should make money off of the like the merchandising, right? And their record sales. But yeah, they're still making money. So yeah. I don't know why are you franchising? Because you want to get the money from the fucking uh, the live shows then from the from the tours. I would say the band probably gets the majority of that. I mean, they probably get you know they're getting. The I why why franchise? I guess. Well, for in somebody like Jan, in Gene Simmons' case, he wants to live forever. I mean, if you're franchising and then you even turn the power over to the ultimate thing after he's dead and gone, he turns it over to somebody else, and then they, and he, you know, he tells them to keep it going. You never know how long that can live. That can oh, live. so that like you know, now, on his kids, his Korean kids and shit. After he's well, can always make money off of the kids. That's the fucked up thing about it. There's not them ain't his kids up here. They're the ones up. I'm talking about the ones up there on stage playing as him, you know, and his makeup. Because right now they got Tommy Thayer and uh, Eric Singer up there as Ace Frehley and Peter Chris with the makeup. So franchising it is a way to keep the band. The band alive. Forever. Okay, alive. I see. I forever. See. That's what I mean, if you're looking at it as that, I guess it's smart. But to me, it's just, just to keep I don't know. I don't like the word right. sellout, but that kind of is. I mean, I don't know. Uh, what do you think? Hmm. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just can't get with that, dude. I don't know. That's that's a serious subject to me. I'm about to. I'm about anytime to put, the fucking camera. Uh, anytime no, you put uh, ahead of your art, then you're selling out. I think. Yeah. 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 He chose an artist. All right. Now, uh, we're talking about uh, who's this? Holy shit! This song right here is America. It kind of is, listen. isn't it? Oh, uh, listen. New song. Everybody's heard this song, but we're here to get. Selling, they was making greenbacks, they make good music. This is a driving song. You go from one end of the country to the other end, rocking out to all these corporate rock acts. Feeling the wind. You know, if you're in a convertible, put the top down, have your baby cake sitting next to you, maybe doing some stuff, you know. Oh shit, listen, I can see it now. Uh, what are we doing now? We doing thrashy bags? Well, I want to I want to say something here, like uh, while we're talking about the corporate rock thing. Um, it's kind of bullshit that there even is a term corporate rock because when you're looking at some of the people that are in this category, why? First, it's 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 created by the fucking dickweed fucking uh, music journalists. Oh, I hate them. They don't get this shit. I feel like they. They either hate music and that's why they went into the field, or they're just fucking stupid as fuck. Oh, they, they don't get nothing, right? I, I don't understand it. Well, why, why, when you look at some of the bands that are corporate rock, but their styles are not similar, it's like one, the grunge thing, it pisses me off. Yo, you got one of your loaded cigarettes? I want to fall out. Oh, no? Oh, hold on. Oh, okay, I got one. I, oh, I want one of yours. He's got one loaded. Loaded, ready. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You're talking. You're on a roll. Well, You're on I mean, a roll. I, I, uh, I just think these motherfuckers are assholes. You know what I mean? It's just like they did with 
trying to put a lot putting grunge music as a fucking music when none of the fucking styles are the same. I don't understand why oh, that's a genre. I, I, no, I you're right. They asked like like grunge. It's fucking they, they might as well call that Seattle. I got a pick. 
It's the title fish. Did he? Turn over a new leaf on Wow. I'm going to play some corporate rock. Woo-hoo! I'll keep him. What's up, Bumpy motherfucker? Hey, I'm just kidding. My name's really Jack Lantern George Clinton. Yeah. I'm a motherfucking genius. But hey, we're here at the studios of TNJ Entertainment. Yeah. Fuck them. We're about to wreck that shit. I think they're our bosses, T W and Joe Nate. Yeah. We're the motherfucking bosses. Shit. But hey, we come to you with the topic of. Political incorrectness. That's right. That's something. We're we're a genius at that, ain't we? Yep. Politically correct, motherfuckers. We're correct with that shit. He's right. Come correct or don't come at all. Joe you think you got some pretty blonde locks? Look at these. Yeah. You ain't got shit next to fucking pumpkin pie haircut. No, no, you don't. Ha, 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 ha. You tell him, me. Woo. Hey, here we go. Hey, fuck you too, Blue Man Group. Yeah, hey, that, they're probably thinking of all politically incorrectness, because you know what politically incorrectness means? To offend somebody. We love offending. Woo! That's right. No innuendo about that. Nope, there ain't. 